welcome to each and every one of you to Hospital Podcast 232. Monday, the debut album by Kino, Life Cycle on Med School. When you're down in the dumps, I'm frozen. When you're higher than the air, I'm frozen. When we're walking hand in hand, I'm frozen. When we're lying in bed, I'm frozen. And this is Frozen featuring... Louisa Bass and Will Kino on vocals. got Will Kino coming into the studio in a little while to have a little chat about him, his music, his inspiration, how he does what he does. Meanwhile, brand new music from Logistics, from the forthcoming album Polyphony. This is called Wonderlust.
making beautiful music like only logistics can. Most of us are hospital records here today. It's Thursday. Have either left or are getting ready to depart to go to Glastonbury this weekend. I am going via Belgium because we have hospitality in Ghent at Star Wars tomorrow night cannot wait for that gonna be on the Eurostar tomorrow and I will be getting on site at Glastonbury first thing Sunday morning gonna do two sets I'm playing at half past five at the spaceport which is opposite the main stage in the Glade area And then Sunday evening, it's all about Arcadia. The giant fire-breathing spider. I'm going back to back with High Contrast. And Metric is going back to back with Fred V and Graphics. More of a kind of triangular formation, that really. from the forthcoming Tokyo Pros album on Samurai Music this is called Small Gains and the album will be called Presence that's P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E as in Led Zeppelin
now to everybody who came down to our summer barbecue on Saturday last weekend. I thank you from the bottom of my heart because each and every one of you was part of what I believe to be the best London drum and bass event I have ever attended and I was lucky enough to play there. It truly was a magical day. Huge love, huge shouts going out to everyone. I have a few special mentions. Dave, who was down the front in his yellow t-shirt that he had signed by almost every artist within drum and bass, was an absolute legend because he brought two packets of match attacks cards for my boys and some Panini stickers for good measure. That was wicked, it really was. To Matt Black and the Hoxton Cheese Steak crew, your food was impeccable. To the Earpiece crew, to all the hospital staff who made it such a brilliant event. But as I said, mostly to all 3,000 of you who came down and had the time of your lives. So check hospitalitydoombe.com. Hopefully photos of the event should be up by now. because it's been nearly a week. And this man absolutely killed it in the med school room. Of course, it's Kino from the Life Cycle album that's out on Monday. This is As One featuring Pat Fulgoni.
coming. Brand new blind music. It's by Anonymous, of course. And it's called Blind 7. No one is ever supposed to know who the artists are. tickets to the hospitality barbecue in London and the after party fear not we are coming back to London on the 26th of September hospitality comes to the Brixton Academy the lineup is to be announced well over one third of tickets have already been sold we're edging towards 50% definitely sell out well ahead of the event. So you need to deny the touts their opportunity to rip you off. Get involved. I'm trying to work out who this is by. It could be digital, but I'm not sure. I have told you and I played you a track last podcast 
we have been graced with a new album from Bop, one of our men in St. Petersburg. From the forthcoming Bop album, this is an amazing track. This is called Spiral. I believe Will Kino has entered the building, so I'm going to be interviewing him in a second. We'll let this roll first.
amazing forthcoming music from Bop from his album Punk's Not Dead Spiral Okay, I'm just gonna just gonna bring in some Kino now and then have a little chat with the man himself, Will Kino. So I am extremely fortunate to be joined by the one and only Will Kino. Now, Will, I've told everyone out there quite a lot about you, but for our new listeners. Who are you? Hey guys, uh, well basically I'm a 20 year old student um, in Man- at Manchester and I'm living down south. Um, I'm producing as much as I can, I'm studying classical music, um, I'm a singer, um, I'm a DJ and yeah I'm just struggling along through life trying to do the best I can. <laughs> yeah, the best you can is actually pretty good at the moment I've got to say, I've never ever known of a first year student produce an album let alone an album as good as yours um, now I actually want to know this the grand total of how many instruments you can play what they are and how good you are at any of them well actually I think this is going to be blown out of proportion a little bit um, I'm not that <laughs> I can't play that many instruments I can play the piano um, pretty well um, I did actually I did grade one and then gave up doing grades because I got bored of grades on the piano. Scales are not my scales are not ideal. Um, I've got a diploma on the clarinet. Um, I've got a diploma in singing. I can kind of play the guitar um, as anyone can play the guitar. Put some chords together, um, and that's about it, really. Not that many. <laughs> now I've, I'm I'm really happy you said that because I fail grade two on the piano for the exactly the same reasons that I hated practicing scales and arpeggios and I really really hope that the chairman is not listening to this podcast because he is currently working towards grade one um, in fact he was just in the Dulwich Piano Festival and he smashed it um, he got a medal uh, for playing a jazz piece called Super Duck um, and uh, yeah so I, I find that quite quite good because that's you and me in the same boat um, I hope it doesn't take as long as it took me to find success. It won't, because you're already finding it. So I'm glad about that. Um, I want you to tell us a little bit about the album. Um, how long you've been working on it? Why is it called Life Cycle? And also, how big were your balls to get you to actually sing in a very, very classical style on a drum and bass album? Um, it's quite a big question. Um, the album itself didn't really take that long to write, surprisingly. I sat down and wrote most of it in four weeks over Christmas. Um, but it kind of came together after that, once all the material was written down, pretty, like, over six months or so, I suppose. It's just like, um, just making sure the track sounded as, as, as good as I wanted them to. Um, as for singing, um, I don't know really. I've always wanted to sing on my own tracks, um, but I was always quite scared of it because my voice is obviously quite operatic. But um, I realised that if I could, um, if I could like muck about with the vocal a bit and make it sound less like me, then it kind of suits the vibe of my music quite nicely. So that's kind of how I ended up. What's completely unique about your vocals and 
you've made it work, which is which is to your credit. And I don't think anyone would have expected to hear vocals like that on a drum and bass album. Um, you, to me, uh, have got a voice quite similar to Peter Pears. Now, not many people listening to this podcast will know who on earth Peter Pears is or was. I think he's probably dead by now. Um, he was Benjamin Britten's go-to vocalist and and librettist, um, lyrical writer. Benjamin Britten was one of the UK's best all-time great producers. Um, and and I say producers, composers actually. He would have been a producer had that what if, if that's what composers did in those days. He would have been in his studio if, at his laptop. If Britain had been a producer, he would have been side talks. Well, well, yeah, there you go. Um, so check out Benjamin Britten's music; it's beautiful. Um, he used Peter Pears, and you've got a very similar kind of vocal flex. And I never, in a million years, thought when I set up a drum and bass label that I would be talking about this. And to me, this this is amazing. This is one of the reasons that I love doing what I do. is is a is the collision of entirely different styles and influences. And this is what you're about. This is what Kino's about. It's it's this collision between um, modern impressionistic classical music and drum and bass. So when you write a piece, do you start with the beats? Do you start with an orchestration do you set up a massive virtual orchestra and and get it playing and then start with chord sit how many what do you is there a starting point or is it always different um for me there's always my tracks come about in two ways one of them is i start with a beat and then write music around it and those are normally the tracks that end up being um more end of the dance floor um, understandably and the other way I come about it is just sitting down at a piano and playing for an hour and seeing and then recording all of it and then going back and listening to it and seeing if I've, I've written anything cool and then um, I'll arrange it sit down a Cubase arrange it out for whatever instruments I want to and then essentially remix it myself so I, I'm getting indulgent here for myself because we've never had this conversation and I've been dying to ask you all these things um, so when you're writing at the piano and you record all of it. Has your piano got, is it a MIDI cable with a MIDI output or do you just mic it up? Um, I've got both, but um, my piano is actually horrendously flat. And so I can't really play my acoustic piano for that long without getting like grinded on me. But normally I just record on my iPhone, to be honest. It's good enough to just have the ideas down. So have you got a perfect pitch? I haven't got a perfect pitch. I haven't, oh, no, I haven't got a perfect pitch. Um, I've got... Uh, this weird thing called synesthesia which is quite interesting um, basically I see whenever I listen to music I have to concentrate, concentrate quite hard but whenever I listen to music I've got um, I can set, sometimes see colours which is quite cool is that, is that a known condition? yeah yeah um, a composer called Messian had it um, and he was known for um, standing in front of orchestras and saying more blue more blue and he, everyone was just like what? why? I think High Contrast probably got that because he's always, always interpreted his music in terms of colours, hence his debut album being called True Colours. Uh, I need to talk to Lincoln about that. I think he may not realise he's got synesthesia. That's cool. But no one's done an album called Synesthesia. Album number two. <laughs> there you go. Um, that, to me, is, is, is extremely wonderfully fascinating. Um, so, balancing your life at university with the world of drum and bass do they complement each other naturally 
Are there any clashes and fights between your agent and your tutors? Um, surprisingly, this year has not been too bad. I mean, I've been sleep deprived being a student <laughs> and being a DJ. They kind of don't really go together with sleep. But um, my degree at the moment is, is quite flexible in terms of like I just do loads of coursework and like most of it's composition and performance based anyway. So I can kind of um, arrange my time pretty well and keep weekends free. The only time that they clash is around exams. And like this summer I was finishing my album off and having doing summer exams at the same time was pretty like stressful, but um, managed to get through it in the end. Well, the great benefits about being young is that you don't need that much sleep and you've got loads and loads of energy. Um, right, musical inspirations. And from, from, from everywhere, please, from all, all types of music. Um, well, probably the biggest influence of my life is, would be classical music, obviously. Um, the music I find myself listening to most would be um, impressionist stuff like Ravel, Debussy, um, like early 20th century stuff, late 19th century stuff. Um, outside of drum and bass in the modern world, um, I find myself listening to quite a lot of, um, like, I don't know how I'd, I would describe it. <laughs> I like I like to listen to like Alt J quite a lot, and it's kind of like alternatively to produced a music that's just kind of quirky and really weird to listen to. Um, and then a drum and bass, um, I listen to anything and everything that's. Um, like takes my fancy basically I'll listen to anything that's on my desk and see and if I like it then I'll put it on my iPod <laughs> are you are you um, are you familiar with the music of Frank Zappa no I'm not okay <laughs> you need to check him out he's one of the greatest orchestrators the world has, has ever seen I mean he was he came through as, as, a, as a rock musician had a band um, but he studied under various classical composers like Stockhausen Ligeti um, some very kind of like I think he even studied under Weben. Um so a lot of what he wrote was in 12 tone um, you should check him out he's amazing absolutely amazing um, it's not impressionist it's not beautiful <laughs> and a lot of it is hilarious uh, but I think you'd really appreciate it right um, is it true that one of your relatives designed parts of Buckingham Palace uh, apparently so um, there's a road in London called Ebner Road which is like my great 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 grandfather's um, surname and he was a floor designer like as his job apparently so it's pretty cool <laughs> he designed floors yeah yeah he designed uh, all the posh floors um, around the UK um, and he got really really rich from it and then he died really early and his um, little brother then spent it all so I have nothing left which is great <laughs> <laughs> so that would have been your Great, great uncle. Yeah, he spent it all, the fortune, on what? Um, it's not written down. Should we keep it that way? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, vices go back a long, long way. Put it that way. Um, finally, Will, and this is—I really hate these questions. I'm sorry. I've been written. It's been written down for me to <laughs> ask you. Uh, tell us a random fact about you. I hate cheese. There we go, I said it. Don't like cheese. Any type of cheese. Get out of my studio. I love cheese. <laughs> I hate cats as well. Do you like cats? Yeah, they're all right. They're all right. Uh, they're a bit moaning. Okay. okay, we're not going to get on. We couldn't be roommates. <laughs> Will, thank you very, very much. And thank you for producing such an exquisite EP and then 
fantastic album and I'm really looking forward to seeing what you're going to come up with over the next few years. It's going to be a fascinating journey. Thanks very much. Thanks very much for having me. Thanks, mate. This is one of my favourite tracks from Life Cycle by Kino. This is scripted featuring Louisa Bass. email in from Natalie Osborne oh sorry Natalia Osborne who says I've been listening to Jungle and Drum and Bass since 1995 I've been a fan of Hospital for 12 years and listening to the podcast for nearly 4 years and 
Natalia went to hospitality Bristol the other week and she says I went as a solo raver I had a great time the music was awesome the people were great and very welcoming and the icing on the cake that night was that I met Spy his set was amazing and he is a true gentleman it's great when people you admire turn out to be humble and genuine Thank you, Natalia from Bristol. Spy has moved to Bristol, so you might bump into him on the streets. And he is a true gentleman. And he's also just finishing working on chapter two of Back to Basics. Music from Eveson and Halogenics. This is called Grey Dawn. Shout going out to Tobias Darragon Clark. That's a wicked name. Your surname is like a cross between a mythical beast and a herb. And Tobias Darragon Clark says, Good evening, Tony. Can I just say, from a recent podcast, you promoted the love of the mighty oak tree. Why? Surely the best tree is the monkey puzzle. Do you know what? I actually think that Tobias Darragon Clark is right about that. 
certainly when I was a boy, it was all about monkey puzzle trees. Like whenever I was dragged into a stately home by my parents, bored out of my skull by the history therein, I would run around the grounds looking for monkey puzzle trees and then peel off all the bark. Probably killing the tree in the process, but it's great fun. to the hospital podcast thank you for being a part of this wonderful music we call drum and bass Have a good second drop. This is amazing. This is by Logistics. Brand new Logistics. Transcendence.
Sluggy. Mighty Logster. Well, his new album is coming soon. Only a matter of weeks now. Once I've recovered from my weekend at Glastonbury, I don't have a god, so I can't pray. But if I did, I would be praying for the weather because my phone says it's not looking good. I'm going to be coming to Hungary for the Volt Festival on the 5th of July. We're bringing the Hospitality Roadshow there. And then I'm coming over to Japan with Etherwood on the 11th of July, Circus in Osaka. And on July the 12th, Unit in Tokyo. And then on the 24th of July, Hospitality comes to Razamataz in Barcelona. One of my favourite cities in the whole wide world. And the whale song signifies... something special. This is by Mav. Between heaven and the deep blue sea. 
after this we're going to have some more brand new bop consume your music digitally which let's face it most of us do within some aspect of our lives you may be interested in the hospital records drip fm channel it's our very own subscription service and it ensures that you get absolutely everything we release on hospital and med school and extras every now and then that other people won't get. Just go to hospitalrecords.com and have a butcher's. Okay, got a lovely message from someone. Right, this is from apparently from the German person with his homemade tea. Okay. Uh, he says, we took part on the hospitality for the third time and the midsummer special topped everything in my opinion. I have to say that the music was great like always and the people were friendly. The food was delicious, the sound was good, the lowest bass frequencies, the 30 hertz bass was almost as loud as the normal bass band and that is a rare situation in events. But I also have to say the high frequencies did clip a little bit at the end of the event. Yeah, that was probably Fedrian graphics. That's normal. Uh, the toilets and everything were very clean, and the staff of Studio 338 put the bottles together and everything on time. Uh, there were short waiting times at the bar. Hold tight. really love this tune and uh, Mark Mark Wutka goes on and says and it, as it was outside it made it a special summer feeling I have to thank you for making the label how it is we always have the feeling that money is not the most important thing at hospital records in contrast to many other commercial labels but the music itself and making good work together and having fun that's what seems important to you. The support for the fans is also really good. We hear every podcast Tony make 
and all the other music over Spotify. And by the way, Spotify led us to Hospital Records two years ago. Some people laughed at us for travelling to London for a weekend just to see one hospitality. But it was more than worth it in our opinion. We will remain true to your label. With best regards from the Germans, Sebastian Busch and Mark Wutka. P.S. Sorry for my bad English. That is a really lovely email and it sums up Saturday perfectly. I met people who come all the way from Canada, from Australia, and there was even someone who'd made it all the way from Peckham. Transitioning. World exclusive from Bop. This is called My Warm Soft Blanket.
absolutely outstandingly brilliant music from Bob. Alex, I salute you. And if you could stop your president going to war, we might even be able to get a visa for you to come over. I know that's asking a bit much. Brand new music from Tim Reaper. Brilliant title this. This is an example of a tune. It's a really good tune, but I've been sent a lot of really good tunes. Some of them have got dreadful titles, like you would never remember them in a million years. This is My Own Flying Island. Makes all the difference, kids.
hospital, keep it drum and bass. Thank you for being a part of the best music on the planet. And part of the best musical community on the planet as well. Send a shout out to Angie at Bass Drop, who's taking over from Pete in Sydney, running their events. Messaging from Paul Barr, who said, Tony, I had an amazing day and night at the Summer Spectacular. Full marks to you guys. A couple of points, though. Now... The bouncers, the security guys, the guys who search you when you come into the building. Now, this happens in all clubs in London now. They remove everything. Like chewing, anything that could contain substances, they take it off you. Bananas, I saw piles of bananas, chewing gum. And this was the worst thing because it was a hot day. Sunscreen. Now, Paul, I'm sorry that happened to you. All I can say is, for our next event... If it's an outdoor event and it looks like it might be sunny, we will go to Costco or wherever and get big vats of sunscreen and have them strategically placed around the dance floor, etc. So people can just help themselves and make sure they're protected. So point taken on that, Paul, and thanks for the feedback. Paul carries on. Um, but if, if that's the only complaint, I think you've done a tip-top job. Oh, uh, next time, less strobes, please. They make my eyes go funny. But I have to admit, the effect is great for everyone else. And get some lasers in. Dem things is wicked, man. Big love and kudos. Sorry, I can only say that word with a Californian accent. It's it's impossible to say it in, in any other voice. It just doesn't work if you say kudos. Kudos. Uh for your summer spectacular it was spectacular indeed thank you Paul thank you for being a part of it I am still buzzing from it it was absolutely amazing brand new music from Liz E Bloody hell, that's fast. Sorry, Liz, I didn't mean to play it this fast. Happens sometimes. This is called Not Enough. Coming out on Smoking Rhythms.
Daniel Parkins written in to say thank you for an awesome day. The summer barbecue was fantastic. And Daniel says all the hospital lads smashed it as usual and it was great to be involved, even if in some small part. Well, you were involved in a big part, Daniel, because you were there, you bought a ticket and you actually made it happen. Daniel says it was an event filled with good vibes and even better music. My wallet took an absolute battering, but it was well worth it. All the best and thanks again. Like I say, Daniel, it wasn't a small part, that was a big part. It's a bit like when you vote in an election. People think, ah, uh, if it's only one vote, it won't count. It certainly will count. Trust me. We are all a part of something much bigger than ourselves, but we are as important as each other. Don't forget. Going out to Kieran Hanlon. Okay, let's slow things down a little bit. Uh, yeah, once again, Lizzie, apologies for playing your tune at almost kind of Gabba-esque tempo. I take full and unfettered responsibility. From the Summer Source EP that's out right now, this is available right now on vinyl and digital. By Logistics, this is Triangles.
really nice email in from Dan Brennan. He says, Big up. I'm a long-time listener, record buyer, tune lover. First-time emailer. I'm also known as Professor Bang from San Francisco's Advanced DMV crew. We throw a monthly here at a club called Monarch. I bought Spy's new album, Back to Basics, Chapter 1, just after it dropped. I love this first one, What the Future Holds, so I picked up the four times vinyl LP. When I got home and started listening through, I soon realised that I had two copies of the third record and there was no copy of the fourth record. Now, while the beat juggling possibilities on Rise Again and Redcliffe suddenly seemed endless, I was desperate to know how the album ended. A few quick t- tweets to Spy DMB, and I was in touch with Oren from the hospital shop. He got my address, and I had the missing record in hand a short while later. I played it out the same night I got it. Huge thanks to Carlos and Oren for taking care of this. You all seem like a great bunch, and this experience gives me yet another reason to support your music. Come to San Francisco soon. Drinks will be on me. This is an artist I've never heard of before called Virtue. And the modestly titled Blow My Mind.
if you're coming to Glastonbury. I really hope I bump into you. Coming a little bit of naughty business. Fresh bootleg, can't say who did it. All it says on the file. Is Mr. Probs bootleg?
think I'm going to conclude today's podcast with a little bit more naughty business, more bootleg pressure. Thank you for subscribing. Thanks for being a part of this. You can always reach me on podcast at hospitalrecords.com, twitter.com slash London Elect. I'm on Facebook. I am kind of on Google Plus. I'm being forced to use it. I, don't, I actually don't think it's very good, but but I'm kind of giving it a go anyway. So you can reach me on there, although no one's ever actually messaged me on it. So it is kind of rubbish. But um, anyway, yeah, Laura, our, our digital czar, um, insists that I do it. So I, I am doing it. And of course, Instagram is my favourite system of all. London Elect with a K. Here we go. I'm going to finish off with this. It's called You Don't Know Me. I certainly don't know this person. Well, you don't know me.